Welcome to the Daily Business Hustle podcast. My name is Alexander Vitkin. I'm the creator and founder of the Daily Business Hustle. On this podcast, I share with you my top unbiased business advice, sales advice, and I talk to the world's top experts in their fields related to business. Hey everyone, so I'm here with Alex James from the company Alex Social. And I've, I used to work with Alex. He's a world traveling entrepreneur now. And he's, uh, he's, he's going on crazy adventures like 365 days a year. Uh, welcome, Alex. Hey, mate. How you going? Hi, all the way here from uh, San Diego. I believe you're in Spain somewhere on the other side of the world. Yeah, that's right. Also traveling, also traveling. So, Alex, um, <laughs> you've been traveling for 10 years now while picking up girls over the world and uh, teaching guys social skills. Can you tell us a little bit of an intro to your life? Hey mate, yeah, thanks very much for having me on your uh, within your group here, the group of entrepreneurs. I know a lot of your guys, so a warm welcome to them and then nice to meet everybody else. Um, yeah, so I studied psychology in Australia in 2007 and then uh, a company called Real Social Dynamics recruited me to be a consultant to their staff and uh, to work in their team of instructors teaching guys all over the world how to pick up girls and I did that for eight years. My contract expired, I didn't renew the contract. And then I started my own organization called Alex Social, and now I do uh, 35-day programs of mentorship where I train, where I train guys, you know, uh, fashion, gym, how to pick up girls, day game, night game, style, uh, grooming, communication skills, emotional development, self-development. But it's it's really good because it's not just like sitting on a couch like a psychologist hands-on. It's live in field, dealing with their texts, dealing with their relationships. Uh, in nightclubs, in day game. Sometimes I even go on the dates with the guys as well. So um, I've done that in about 85 cities all over the world, um, all, all of the continents except except Antarctica. And I've done that for 10 years, since 2007. I've loved doing it. And I'm, I'm kind of like my own worst enemy. If I sit still or if I don't work, then I get myself into trouble. I party too hard, I drink too hard, I, I, I burn money into the ground. So I like to stay busy. I like to stay working and... It's very fulfilling to work with um, people like one-on-one or in, in small groups, hands-on. It's really fun to go to the nightclubs together and, and make the progress together. So, yeah, really unique life perspective and hopefully there's a lot that I can offer your guys. Awesome. Yeah, I'm sure you can. Um, I guess a lot of people watching this are in their uh, 20s and they're looking to develop their confidence as well. And this applies to business, pick up, you know, general self-development as well. How did you manage to develop your confidence to like for peak performance? Confidence, confidence, mm-hmm. right, right. So that's like that's like such a socially conditioned word, confidence. And in English, in English, like the the universal language, confidence means that. You know, you're on top of the world, you're making money, you're driving nice cars, you, you look good, you've got a good body or some shit like that. Um, but confidence is really a trap of a word in English because it implies that you need to have achievement or new clothes or new haircut or be in shape to have that confidence. And it also implies that if you're confident that you're going to be on top of your meeting or you're going to be on top of your creativity or you're going to be really like red hot when you go to speak to girls in bars. But confidence, and this is like the definition that we use, Confidence happens when you perceive that nothing holds you back. Confidence happens when you perceive that nothing holds you back. So everyone, so many guys, when they understand confidence for the first time, they think that they need to kind of climb a ladder to get to a stage of confidence and that will unlock some crazy 
negotiating ability or clarity of decision making or and crazy like discipline. But confidence is a simplicity of mind where you where you've got this kind of reasoning like why not? Why not? Why not make the proposition or why not approach that business or why not suggest a networking opportunity with a, another entrepreneur like yourself? Um, and when you really think about it, when you kind of uh, clarify your thinking process, when you simplify your thinking process, there's no reason why you can't approach the girl, no reason why you can't uh, extend yourself and make a proposition or travel to a new city or request to take a loan to start a new entrepreneurial venture. That's what confidence is. It doesn't, you don't need to give, your, you don't need to give yourself permission to have confidence. It's more about asking why not. And so when somebody perceives somebody acting confident, whether it might be a colleague or a business venture or a girl, and she sees that there's nothing standing between you and what you're trying to achieve, that is get the girl, make a deal, propose an idea, start an alliance, then you, you can act freely, you can act openly, you're dynamic with your expressions, you're very open in the way that you conduct yourself, and that's exciting and that's inspiring. And that's very stimulating to be around. So the key to confidence is to ask yourself why not, as opposed to climbing some kind of like graduation ladder where you really put a lot of conditions on yourself to act freely and openly. In the eye of the perception, in the, the person perceiving you, they just see somebody who's like moving forward, who has higher aspirations and acts optimistically and dynamically. And that's all it needs to be. So, you know, when a girl in a nightclub says, he's confident, she doesn't know what she means by that. But what that means is that the guy can act openly, act freely, um, express himself dynamically. He feels like he's allowed to go for what he wants. It's that why not thinking as opposed to, I have the money, the car, the body. Uh, I did successful in business today. So on, only under those conditions am I allowed to extend myself and be expressive and dynamic. Um, it's really overcoming the stifling, okay? So it's a vacuum where you don't need permission, where you're open to try to go for anything. And that, that's perceived as confidence by your peers and by girls that you want to talk to. Awesome. That's a <laughs> very awesome answer. Thanks. I know, but I, everyone, expert. yeah, Alex, Alex is the confidence expert. So <laughs> is that champagne? <laughs> Perrier. Oh, okay. Wake up in the morning, <laughs> coconut oil. Uh, sparkling water and coffee to get the day started. Love it. Awesome. Um, so I guess you're also running your business ready for a couple of years while you're traveling to dozens of countries. So can you give us a few tips? Like, how do you do that? Like, how do you run your business while going on these crazy adventures? Right, right, right. So um, with the advent of short-term rental solutions like Airbnb and uh, Flipkey, websites like that, you can find really, um, really reasonable uh, accommodation solutions. So you can go to, you know, Stockholm, Sydney, London, New York, or whatever, and spend what I found to be pretty cool was like 40 days in a row. That worked out to be good. So you're only taking a few big flights of the year. So your traveling costs are cut down. And I live in about seven cities per year, which works out quite well because once you're in the city, once you've got a routine, you can you can live cheap, you can eat cheap. You can get a gym membership that's kind of reasonable. You can negotiate that. And that, you know, it keeps me stimulated to spend some time in different continents, Asia, Australia, Europe, America. Um, I even like the, the Middle East, Dubai as well. 
that that works well and I do consultation I do live consultation and after building up a brand after all these years people are willing to fly from all over the world down to Australia to work with me and I found it to be really cool to do like seven weeks in one place and then take a little weekend trip four or five days at the end of that usually in transition to the next place so for example when I went from Australia to uh, the United States here I had done seven weeks in Australia then I went for like five days reward and adventure and uh, party in uh, Abu Dhabi where they have like race cars and they have like camels and they have you can rent a Porsche for 120 US dollars a day that was fucking phenomenal awesome so actually what what are the best places you've traveled like the f most fun travel experiences because I, I I guess like uh, like most people watching this already know about you, but uh, when you travel, you do like all the craziest stuff you can do in places, right? So what what is what are the like the best places to get laid? What are the best places to travel? And what are some of the less nice, overrated places, perhaps? Some of the best travel experiences, some of the worst travel experiences. Okay, cool. And I'm sure that you're asking like in the context. He is like he is like the the holy grail that we're all yeah. looking for. It's cheap. Girls are easy. Um, it's, you know, there's a variety of interesting situations, you know, there's some tourism, there's good bars, there's some good history, stuff like that. Um, guys are not too competitive and there's like low expectations. So sh all of those things, right. Here's like my pick of the top four or five travel concepts that you want to go for. Sydney, Australia, I've got to say is the very, very best, um, of all the places. And I only say that now because the Australian dollar is in the toilet. It's so bad. It's so embarrassingly bad how bad our, our economy is. But for any European or American girl, they see Sydney as this like golden, shimmering, blue sky, uh, sandy beach haven on the other side of the world where guys are like confident like me and they make the move but they're charming at the same time. So the good thing about Sydney is it's, it's kind of like this graduation. It's like this high school graduation party where everyone goes after they finish before they start college. Some even travel there and, and study there. So Sydney's sick. We're talking like Belgium girls, Dutch girls, Swedish girls, German girls, Danish girls, American girls, Canadian girls, uh, Asian chicks, lots of Asian chicks if you're into that kind of thing. Um, because, you know, Australia is so close to Singapore, Hong Kong, China, Japan. And it's awesome. It's a really cool, like, melting pot. Lots of nightclubs, sick day game nightlife. Sydney is the shit. It's a long way away, though. The next best experience I would say is uh, I really, really like Helsinki, okay? Mm -hmm. People are really cold in Helsinki, but the girls are all blonde, they're all skinny, and they're all interested in the unknown. And if if you're like an ethnic minority in the Western world, or if you're like not traditionally Caucasian in the Western world, uh, Finland is one place where blonde chicks really like brown guys, okay? I know, like, if you're a brown guy, it, it almost sounds like a little bit abrasive to say that. You have, oftentimes, you'll have, like, a chip on your shoulder. Like, girls don't like brown guys. No, no, no. In Finland, they like exotic guys. It's fucking awesome. And the girls are so hot. It's just that they're not very... Uh, they don't really have a good feedback loop mm -hmm. in the way that they respond. They're very kind of stifled in their culture. Uh, the next really cool experience is Las Vegas. Obviously, Las Vegas is... You can do Las Vegas so cheap. And it's just teeming with girls in cocktail dresses from all over the world who go to Vegas just to fuck around and have fun and drink and get laid and, and do all that fun stuff. So Vegas is always good. You can you can spend a thousand you can spend ten thousand dollars a day in Vegas and have a good yeah. time. Or you can spend 
twenty dollars in day in Vegas and have a fucking amazing time if you're clever. And then the next thing is doing the the last thing is doing the train circuit around Europe and the mm-hmm. hostel. So, you know, you being a a Belgian a Belgian national, uh, as far as I know, one of your seven passports, James Bond over there. Um, just doing the the rail pass around Europe, doing Paris, Amsterdam, Belgium, Berlin, going as far as Krakow, going down to Slovakia, going to Vienna. Vienna is fucking awesome. I love Vienna. I love Denmark. Uh, and then you've got Berlin. So just doing that kind of tour with all the backpackers, backpacking life is cool. Mm-hmm. They're the really cool experiences. The really bad experiences for traveling, like chasing chicks, having a good time. Music festivals, fuck that. Waste of money, really, really bad for picking up. And they're totally saturated, inflated. Um, financial experiences, if you want to try to pick up chicks. They're fun if you like drugs and if you like music. Mm. Fuck yeah, why not? If you want to do that, put the time and money aside, but it's basically a dead end in terms of results. Uh, another one another one that's not great for picking up chicks is Amsterdam. Amsterdam's really fun to go with your friends, get high, you know, uh, fuck around and explore. Really, really, really fun experience, but really bad for meeting chicks. So that's fun for, for your mates, and it's very stimulating, but not great for meeting chicks. And then um, Ibiza... Ibiza is like a trap. It's it's kind of evil, actually. You got to be like a multi multi millionaire as well to enjoy that one. Um, and you know all the chicks go for the hottest guys in the richest hotels, so that's not great. What we what we found is basically going to a regular city like Krakow or Warsaw or Berlin or Munich or Copenhagen. These regular cities where girls are kind of locked in their regular life, they they're the cities that are best to get laid. Whereas if you go to like Ayanapa in Cyprus or if you go to the Greek islands like these party cities girls party and they do stupid stuff but they don't dress as well they get very tribal they get kind of fat and bloated everyone's angry and just a handful of really ripped guys who are promoters they get all the chicks and the average guys don't get much at all so I found like the party islands and the party concepts and places like Acapulco and Spring Break and shit like that they're not good unless you're like really ripped and you're part of the the venue staff. So it's I think to have a really, really satisfying, adventurous, getting laid adventure is go to the, the backpacker bars in Paris, Berlin, Munich, Copenhagen, regular cities, London, uh, Edinburgh, Scotland. That's always a really fucking good time. And because they're not big tourist destinations, they're not big tourist traps, and they're not too expensive, you can have fun. It's fucking cool. Yeah, I remember we went with some friends to uh, Helsinki, thanks to Alex here. He's uh, He was heavily promoting it at a certain point in his life. <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, another thing I've noticed you're really good at, Alex, and I'm going to ask you a question about is, um, well, how do you control your emotions? Because it's such a huge thing in business, especially sales, but also in your dating life, obviously, uh, as you like to talk about. But what is what is your best advice for uh, developing the super amazing skill of controlling, having complete control over your emotions. Right, right, right. That's, um, that's really, really important because if you want to make clear decisions in your business and clear judgment calls about the path that you want to take or the deals you want to do or the interest that you want to pursue, you need to have what I call, um, I don't know if I got this term from anybody else or if I made it up myself, you want to be able to monopolize your own emotions. You want to have full control over like the RAM in the computer that is your emotions. So monopolizing your own emotions. And what that means is I got this phrase. I don't know where I found it or where I heard it, but 
I read this phrase when I was young that people only have as much power as you give them. And you don't need to give anybody any power. And you'll know um, if people are taking power away from your own emotional control if, if two things. If one, you're doing things to impress others, and two, you're acting in a way to defend against bad impressions. So if you find yourself doing things in a way that you're trying to satisfy, please, or impress others, then your emotional control has been, has been violated. Somebody else has a little bit of emotional control over you. And if you're acting in a way that you're stifled or that you're defensive about being judged badly, about not being taken seriously, about being like thought of negatively, then your emotional control, again, is violated. It's compromised. So people only have as much power as you give them. If you can ask yourself the question again, like what if I, what if I pursued this interest or went on that trip or chased that girl and I wasn't trying to impress my friends, impress the girl or whatever, I was really doing it because I like that kind of girl, that type of girl, or I really want to do that kind of date, or I really want to have that kind of adventure. That's tricky. So ask yourself the question again, what if, I, what if nobody ever knew about this achievement? And it's funny, like when I got into uh, pickup coaching, I couldn't like brag to my friends at home on the computer like, oh, I got this girl, I got that girl. So ask yourself the question, what if nobody ever found out about that achievement that you wanted to get? How would you feel? How would you feel if you took that factor out? And then what if nobody ever judged you badly for the things you wanted to pursue? And when it, when it comes to greatness, like quitting university or um, putting all of your time and energy and ideas and life savings and taking a loan to start a kind of a business, what if your dad or your friends or your peers never judge you badly? What would that look like and how would that feel like? Then you're monopolizing your emotions and people, I, I guarantee, people are going to think you're crazy, but that is a, an integral part to success is when people do think you're a touch crazy mm. and brave. That's what it is to be a visionary and people follow a visionary even if it is a little bit crazy, you know, read about Steve Jobs, Richard Branson, and the rest of it. And that's why most guys listening to this are going to stay as beta male followers, slaves, and employees. And only a handful of people are going to become like the visionaries. And I'm sure Vic can hear people thought you were crazy when you wanted to quit and do your own thing. Like, oh, it might never work. And are you sure you know what you're doing? Mm -hmm. And to they get still, that, they still say that. So. <laughs> and, they, and they always will, right? Because yeah. we're fucking with the reality. We're fucking with their reality where they need to fit so tightly in with their peers because their emotions are so compromised by both making impressions and defending against bad impressions. And to get that kind of clarity, you do need to, to meditate, go for a walk, take time on your own, travel on your own, and reassess and ask yourself what you want to do and then what it would take to achieve that. So in terms of like confidence with chicks, if you run that idea through your head, people only give uh, – sorry um, – People only have, have as much power as I give them. If you run that idea through your head in a nightclub, in a business meeting, then all of a sudden you'll feel not confident, but a simplicity of liberation. Liberation to speak openly and clearly and rhythmically and almost like romantically and passionately. And hopefully you guys can hear that here with me, just off the fucking vibe of the video, is a liberation in the way that I speak. And the vibe is nice, right? That, that's what I want uh, somebody who learns from me in uh, programs like NRYNE Online, we're launching pretty soon, that kind of vibe that you get that really kind of gets people bought in because there's a freedom of expression there, and that's infectious. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, I, can, I can guarantee you guys watching this, Alex does not behave by the rules set out by, um, 
well, <laughs> anyone, especially society, you know, and like uh, whoever, basically. So, and, and yeah. that's a strength. That's a strength of it. I'm not saying that's a bad thing, of course. Um, yeah, thank you very much for sharing your your expertise on on this uh, channel here in the group, Alex. Uh, how can people reach out to you? Like, how can they find you, follow you, look at your stuff? Cool, mate. Yeah, um, my website is. The best way is with Facebook, actually, because that's the most kind of integrated, has the most functions built into it. My my organization is called Alex Social, so just uh, Facebook search Alex Social and you'll find me there. I run a program called The Four Week Natural, and I have online programs and seminar series where I have done entire seminars about confidence. It's called No Reason You're Not Enough. Instead of confidence, which like I said, is not the right way to think about confidence, no reason you're not enough to talk to any girl, to uh, entertain any business idea to pursue any kind of education and success. No reason you're not enough, and that's the one that's coming out this week, starting May the fourth. Um, uh, going, uh, the bonus period is up until May the twelfth, and starting on May the twelfth, we do a ten-part webinar series where I interact with the crew or the registries of the program, and I answer and deal with and relate to everybody's inner game issues. I'm talking like confidence, depression, motivation issues, stifling issues, um, self-defeating tendencies, hormonal issues, nervousness, um, grandiose grandiose ideas that people have concerns about that people don't entertain, uh, hatred, uh, frustration, all in relation to chicks. And so that is a, it's a 12-module educational series. It goes for six weeks. Videos released every three days. Each video, each of the 12 videos is like 45 minutes. And it's like it's the culmination of 10 years of me dealing with live students and their issues in person. And I got to I got to tell you like people have issues. People have fears and concerns and self-hate and self-doubt and they're very very real but they can be managed. Um, and the way to manage them is really getting with peers or just reminding yourself in a therapeutic way like being reminded that you don't need to focus on them that you can distract your attention and think about it in a different way. So that's available this week, N-R-Y-N-E, online. Okay, that's the live interactive course that anybody can do online all over the world. And uh, get all the updates and all the content related to that on uh, my Facebook page, Alex Social. Okay, plenty of stuff there. And you can see a bit of my lifestyle as well via Instagram. But that program, that's the one. That's the one that's had 10 years that's gone into it that's launching this week. And uh, really, really thankful. Mr. Vitkin. Dr. Vitkin for uh, inviting me to, to talk to your crew, a lot of which I'm already kind of involved with, which is awesome, um, but really cool to extend the reach a little bit more. Awesome. So I'll link to those in the description or wherever you're looking. There's going to be some kind of uh, link somewhere. So uh, thank you very much, Alex. Good to have you on here. Awesome, mate. Thank you very much. All right. This was our show for today. Please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. If you like it, I'll see you next time. If you'd like to find out more about me, visit vitkin.net. That's V-I-T-K-I-N.net. Thank you for listening to the show and see you next time.